Welcome everyone, Arthur Bablis here. Congratulations for getting to the Personal Evolution Show, the podcast, part of the Evolve from the Inside Out community. And we're gonna be coming to you, we're gonna be having discussions, we're gonna have conversations. And all purpose is to get you thinking about your thinking. We're gonna ask you some questions so you can discover decisions that you need to make in order for you to start moving your life forward. How do you bring in more joy, more happiness, more success into your life? You see, leadership, success, happiness, it doesn't just happen, it's cause and effect. In this podcast, we're gonna be sharing with you modern sciences, a traditional wisdom, spiritual laws. You have blending modalities from NLP, hypnosis, kinesiology, energy work. We're gonna share with you what we've learned over the last 30 years in this wonderful field to help you to discover that essence inside of you and ask yourself the questions to help you to break through. Here's a question. Who would you be? What would you do? And how would you feel if you already had blank? Think about that. This podcast is going to help you fill in the blanks. This is Arthur Bablis. So you all know who I am. You know, I've done quite a few things in the industry. And this year, well, I'm not saying that we're doing things any different, but I think maybe we're different. We're all different. And we've got a mission to really make a difference this year with the work that we do. And what I mean by that is, well, we'll talk about it at the end because I think so many people don't do this work on themselves because number one, they don't know what it's really about. And many people, well, they just, they're not in a position to be able to invest in themselves because of the challenges that they've gone through over the last two years. We wanna be able to overcome that and give an opportunity to actually take that step to come out of this mess and do the work that they need to do so we can raise human consciousness and give people an opportunity to actually, well, live a better quality of life. I believe everyone deserves a second chance. And I think if we're kinder with people and we look at everyone saying, hey, you know, you deserve a second chance, what is that we can do to give someone a second chance? Because somewhere along the line in life, I know that you wanted a second chance or you needed a second chance and maybe someone gave you that chance. Maybe it's time for you to pay that forward and say, well, how can I help other people with a second chance? So this is the masterclass that might give us a second chance, the way we look at what we're experiencing in our life, the art of allowing. So let's get started, guys. So I start with this slide and I'm gonna move straight into what we're talking about tonight. And of course, in the coaching space, people come in and say, well, they come in because essentially, they're not experiencing what they want to experience yet. I want you to think about that. And people come and see you because they're not where they wanna be yet. I've never had a client that comes in and says, you know, Arthur, I've got to tell you, mate, life is friggin' awesome, man. I, 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 I can't explain it to you. It's like, I'm just so happy, just everything's happening for me. My relationships, my friendships, my partner, man, it's so intimate. I've never experienced this connection before. My health, I'm, I'm at the peak of my game. I've dropped kilos, I'm energy, vitality. My, everything is just happening for me. I, 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 just, can you help me? You never get anyone like that, right? Nothing's going well for someone to come and get some. Obviously, something's missing in their life, which implies that they're not completely fulfilled yet. I want you to think about that. Maybe they're experiencing physical pain within their body, so they're not experiencing the freedom that they can have within their body, being pain-free, and the things that they want to do, being pain-free. Maybe they're not where they want to be with their relationships. Maybe they're not where they want to be with their finances. Maybe they're not where they want to be with their career or their health. And so we seek advice. We seek a professional. We seek someone in the field to be able to help us do that. And so they go and seek a life coach. And a life coach or is someone that helps someone along the way on that journey. So let me ask you, if we're gonna talk about the art of allowing and what it implies to you, 
we're talking about in order for you to be able to create what you want in your life. So let's take a snapshot. Where are you right now in your life? And what you think about? What are the key areas in your life? Where are you with your health and fitness? Where are you with your spirituality? Where are you with your career, your family, your relationships, your personal growth? Are you where you want to be yet? It's interesting to say that because, you know, what's counterintuitive is, are we ever there? Do we ever get to yet? <laughs> All right, wherever yet is. We make it about the uh, acquisition or the achievement of that extrinsic goal. It's not necessarily about that goal. It, it's important to actually set an outcome or an intention for us to be moving forward, but it's really who we discover ourselves to be along the way of becoming that or getting that, I suppose. Which, what type of person do we come along the way? What type of person have you become along your spiritual journey? What type of person have you become along your career? What type of person have you become along in your family journey, your relationships journey, your personal growth journey? And you won't discover that unless you actually set a direction in terms of where you're headed. Be clear in terms of where you want to go. But then what do you do afterwards? How's that going for you? So we're asking you, where are you in your life right now? So then as we think of that, let me ask you this question. As you think about where you are in these areas, in your health and fitness, your spirituality, your career, your family, relationships, and your personal growth. Let me ask you this. What are you allowing in your life? Because if, as we said, people are here to learn or they come and see a coach because somewhere it's implied they're not where they want to be yet. So what are you allowing in your life, or more importantly, not allowing in your career? What are you not allowing with your family? What are you not allowing in your spirituality? What are you not allowing in your relationships? What are you not allowing in your personal growth? What are you now not allowing in your health and fitness? Maybe things that you're not allowing are things that you stand for, and you say, there's no way, they're, they're my non-negotiables. And you might think that's good because you've got some clarity, but are those non-negotiables charged? Do they create constriction in the body? Or they create expansion when you think about it in terms of how you can grow from that? So what are you allowing in your life? What's working for you? What's working for you in your family? What are the things that you're working for in your family? What's working for you in your career? What's working for in your spirituality, your relationships, your personal growth and your health and fitness? What is working for you? And I suppose the next question is, well, not suppose, I know what the next question is. Well, if that's what's working for you, what's not working for you? So just write that down because you've got to get clarity here, guys. What's not working for you in your career and your finances right now? Write that down, maybe put that in that chat. Let's burn some bridges and let's have a conversation. What's not working for you in your spiritual growth? What's not working for you in your family? You know, interesting, these are the questions I asked myself and you know, when I separated from my wife three years ago, what wasn't working for me? What was working for me? What wasn't working for me? What was I allowing or not allowing in my life? And when you think about that, when you think about what it is that you're allowing and what's working for you, more importantly, what's not, not, what's not working for you. The reason why things aren't working for you, there's only really one reason. Something gets in the way. Something gets in the way of the flow of life in your family, the flow of life within your career, the flow of life within your relationships, the flow of life within your personal growth or health and fitness and spirituality. So what is it that you think gets in your way? Let's put in the chat, tell me what do you think gets in the way? Just put some stuff in the chat, I'll be right back. I just, I had a set of notes on my table. I need to go and get those notes. Right now there's some stuff I need to read. <laughs> yeah, just put in the chat, guys, what gets in the way? What you think gets in the way?
I'll grab these notes and I'll come back into my studio. What gets in the way? Oh, got my notes. So what gets in the way? Uh, fear, all right? Not being flexible enough with my family, saying Dean. Michael saying I've just, well, that's just who said that before. So fear, not being flexible is getting what's in the way. Yeah, I would say fear, but what is fear? What does fear create? All right? Career, the thing step. <laughs> what's the thing step, Michael? Something gets in the way. You know what gets in the way? Not having confidence. Okay. Well, they all sound good. Here's what gets in the way. Resistance gets in the way. Your resistance to the very thing that you don't want is what gets in the way. I want you to write that down. The resistance to the very thing that you don't want is what gets in the way. Because the very thing that you don't want is actually life. It's an experience of life. It's part of life. And when we resist the flow of life, we let life be blocked. And so we attract more blocked life. Interesting, hey? We'll talk more about that. Resistance gets in the way. Moved with the flow. This is Oprah's quote. Don't fight the current. Resist nothing. Let life carry you. Don't try to carry it. So many people attempt to do life as opposed to let life, I'm not saying let life do you, but let life flow through you. Experience the square peg. Don't attempt to put the square peg in the round hole. You might not like the square peg, but if you've been presented the square peg, you've been presented with the experience or the square peg. To resist the experience means you're attracting resistance. And the only reason you resist is because you have a trigger of the square peg. Because maybe you like a round peg. Am I making any sense? So resistance gets in the way. So I want you to think about what is it that you've been resisting, guys? Resistance gets in the way. What are you resisting? We can say the reason is fear, the reason lack of confidence, yeah, but what are you resisting that you're giving fear the excuse? We're giving fear the airtime and the reason why we're resisting something. So it's easy to use fear, correct? It's easy to use a lack of confidence. So what are you resisting? Elizabeth says, good question. So I'm looking forward to a good answer. <laughs> so what are you, in fact, what are you resisting right now? Where do you feel that resistance? When you think about the thing that you're resisting in your life right now, and if you're game enough, just put it in the chat. Just put it in the chat or write it down for yourself. And as you think about the very thing that you're resisting, where do you feel that resistance? Because resistance is constricting. It's not expansive. Life is expansive. As soon as you're in resistance, you're actually contracting. You're constricting life. You're causing blocks of chi within your body. So Liz is saying she's feeling the constriction, the resistance in her tummy. Uh, Michael's saying you're resisting the next step, whatever that may be. So as you think of taking the next step, where do you feel that, Michael? And what is that resistance? Because you know what Carl Jung said. We've learnt it. What you resist persists. So if you keep on resisting the very thing, which is the problem, which is the thing that you don't want, you think, okay, well, who wants that anyway? But I'm gonna resist, I'm gonna fight so hard not to get that. Where is your focus? Where is your attention? On the very thing that you don't want. And your focus and attention is there so much because you've got such a trigger with that in life, which means one thing. 
and we'll learn that thing towards the later, later <laughs> in the presentation. So sort of make sure we keep you here, right? So resistance gets in the way. Here's a question. What are you missing by resisting? What are you missing in your life by resisting? I see a smile there, Christine. Something's come up for you. What are you missing in your life by resisting? Do you know, it's a great quote I've written down. I was listening to the podcast and took this note. Resistance, write this down. Resistance is the glue that keeps the pain in. Resistance is the glue that keeps the pain in the body. So if you've got pain, you have resistance. So you're a body worker and you're working with someone, they've got pain somewhere. Well, that pain's resistance of something in their life. Where is that in their body? When you do some somatic therapy, you can maybe, or in the Chinese medicine, you understand what does that body symbolize? What's the emotion? And it might be a negative emotion that's attached to it, but are they resisting negative emotion? You know what they're resisting? They're resisting healing the negative. They're resisting the change. See, Bob Proctor said this, people don't resist change. They resist being changed. People don't resist change, they resist being changed. Remember, Growing might feel like breaking at first. We all want to grow because that's what is at the core of our heart, our spirit, our soul. That's why we exist here on this planet, to grow, be evolve ourselves as a human being, a human spirit. The one reason that people resist change because they focus on what they have to give up as opposed to focusing on what they have to gain. Wow. People resist change because they focus on what they have to give up rather than focusing on what they have to gain. I want you to understand, guys, change is inevitable. Resistance is optional. Change is inevitable. Nothing is forever. Your resistance is optional. And you choose it. So when you choose resistance to the change which is inevitable, you are blocking the flow of life as you, as you have chosen to experience life flow through you on this planet. Interesting, isn't it? So then what's your next step? If it's about resistance, what's your next step? What would be or what could be or what's your next level of happiness, your next level of freedom, fulfillment and success? How do you get to that next level? Your next level of success comes down to your next level of ownership. And what do you need to own? It's time for you to own your future. It's time for you to understand that you have the power within your mind, within your heart, to create the future, to align the divine mind with your heart and your spirit and tune into the frequency and vibration that attracts all that you were destined to experience in your life as a result of that frequency and vibration. Because if you choose, if you take up the option of resistance, remember, change is inevitable, resistance is optional. But you take up that option and your resistance 
What is your frequency? You're resisting change. You're resisting the future. Because change is inevitable. And what's attached to that is probably, well, might be fear. It might be like, well, things will never be like they used to be. I'm never going to find someone that loves me. I'm never going to find a job. I'm never going to be able to make the same money. What if? It's what if negative, like we talked about now one other podcast, another show, as opposed to what if it was positive. Fear is just a what if statement followed by a negative. What if you flipped it and said a what if statement followed by a positive? Remember, guys, old ways don't open new doors. So the old ways of maybe setting goals, the old ways of setting outcomes, the old ways of have a point, and they all have valid uh, methodologies and processes and, and philosophies and maybe ancient wisdoms behind them in order for you to attract the very thing in your life. But how do you do it? What is it that we don't necessarily learn in schools? What is it if we did learn how to put in place would allow us to actually live a better quality of life, experiencing life for what it is and bringing all the things which are important to us and that we all deserve? So what we're going to share with you are the three universal laws of manifesting and how the law of allowing, which is the third law, is the one that amplifies the other two. Because most of us are pretty good with the first one and the second one, but the most hardest one to put in place is to live a life or the path of least resistance. Imagine living a life of least resistance. When I say least, think about how much resistance you've lived your life with. Yeah? Think about how much resistance you live your life with. What would your life be like if you had less resistance to stuff? Okay, just go back and think about interaction with a person, maybe at work, a significant other, with your kids. What were you holding on to? What were you resisting? What was the point that you wanted to make? What was that you weren't, well, just letting be? It's interesting, isn't it? So let's have a look at these three universal laws and how the law of allowing plays into these three. The first law, we know it. Whether you want happiness, whether you want success, whatever it is that you want in your life, relationships, purpose, it's the law of attraction. Right? Now I've got Michael on my other screen. I don't know why I've got Michael on my other screen. I thought I was going to be on the other screen. Let me see if I go speak of you. Michael's on the screen. That doesn't work. Maybe I need to put myself in the, on the spotlight, spotlight myself for everyone. That works for me at least. And then I'll put myself in gallery and I still got myself on the spotlight. Okay, so the law of attraction, guys. Now you've heard the law. I'm not going to really teach you something that you haven't learned. But maybe as we talk about it and discuss it, maybe you'll take a different perspective on it. So what is the law of attraction? Let's share with you the law of attraction. The first fundamental universal law is the law of attraction. You know it. Now, have you ever you know, you come in contact with a client or just a friend? You've just been somewhere at the right place at the right time? Have you ever experienced just being in the right place at the right time? Things just happened? Well, if you said yes, then that's evidence of the law of attraction working in your life. Somehow you attracted that energy, that vibration, that experience to match where you were and where you're vibrating. See, the law of attraction, guys, 
it says it's like, well, if you look at the definition, the many definitions that you come across, is that which is likened to is drawn. That's important. That which is likened to is drawn. Likened to what? Likened to you. That that is likened to you is drawn to you. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That that is likened to is drawn to you. Oh, you might say not all the time. Because that angry person I attracted, that wasn't me. Really? So you're saying it only works sometime for you. Well, I want you to understand that law of attraction is working all the time. It's working right now. It's like attracts like, but what like are we talking about? It's not the like clothes. <coughs> it's not the like words. It's your frequency. It's your vibration. And it comes from your thoughts. We've got everything we experience in life is a mirror of our thoughts, guys. Where are your thoughts? Your thoughts create your frequency, your vibration. The law of attraction is always working for you. You may not like, not like some of the experiences that you have, but instead of resisting what is, look at what in your life is in your life clearly. See that it is a reflection of your thoughts and your energy. So whatever it is that you attract in your life, whether it's something that you want or something that you don't want, it's a reflection of your energy. It's a reflection of your vibration. It's a reflection of where you've chosen to be in that moment. And you know that. So how's it going for you? Because you might think, oh, I haven't really had it working for me or I haven't done know how to use that. Well, hello. As we said, it's working all the time. Your life right now is a mirror reflection of where your thoughts have been and where your, and your vibration has been. So if you're not exactly where you want to be, it's because you have been vibrating exactly where you need to be. You've been vibrating in a position where you don't know where you want to be or you're not comfortable with where you want to go. Am I making any sense? So even though consciously you want to go somewhere, on an unconscious level, when you think about that thing, it's creating a frequency which is keeping you where you're at. We're keeping you, attracting what you've got in your life. And you go, how come it's not working for me? People think, I'll just sit on the couch and visualize positive stuff. I'll visualize success. I'll visualize happiness. And I'll visualize winning the lotto. And I'll feel really good about that. But you need to buy a ticket, right? Which means you need to get in the game. You need to fuel that desire with energy, your energy, your life force. Which means the law of attraction won't work if we don't understand the second law. We know how law of attraction works, like attracts like. So frequency, that, that is likened to, is drawn to you. So then if that's the case, we can't just think happiness and happiness comes to us. What do we need to do? We need to do deliberate actions to create what we want in life. So the second law is the law of deliberate creation, guys. So if you want to manifest, law number one, law of attraction, we know that. But we don't really, no one talks about the law of deliberate creation, how to actually make the law of attraction work better for you, because it's working now. But how can you tweak it to make it work better for you? Now, this is not necessarily new stuff. I'm actually following the teachings of Abraham and Esther Hicks, if you've done some of their work. The 
three universal laws of manifestation, but you can Google and I'll say 12 universal laws of manifestation, seven universal laws of manifestation, five universal laws of manifestation. Everyone's going to have some laws. They all work. Essentially, they're all an extension of what we're talking about. The law of delib deliberate creation. Now, what, let's have a look at this one. The law of deliberate creation states that which I give thought to. That which I give thought to. Now, that's intentional, right? Purposeful. That which I believe, that which I allow, or that which I expect is. Hmm. The word deliberate emphasizes our intentions, which means you have to have clarity. It's essential. You need to know exactly what you want, what you're choosing in your life. The reason, well, the problem really is most of us, we don't do it deliberately, we don't create our life deliberately. Most of us are creating a life unconsciously. You know why? We might stop and think what we want, and then we say, okay, well, universe will provide. And we let our unconscious programs take over. Or we just live life on autopilot, a mediocre life. When you start to live your life intentionally, you start moving forward purposefully, you become a possibilitarian, you move away from the mediocre life. When people live a life of randomness, randomness leads to mediocrity. So as we think about the law of deliberate creation, is simply understanding the law of attraction and consciously and deliberately choosing the thoughts and emotions that make you feel better. So the law of deliberate creation says, I understand the law of attraction. I understand that what that is likened to, I draw towards me. So then if I want something in my life, I need to consciously and deliberately choose that emotion, choose that experience. I need to choose abundance. I need to choose happiness. A lot of people say they want it, but they're not choosing it. Why, you know why they're not choosing it? Because they're still holding on to stuff from the past. On an unconscious level, they believe, well, happiness will create hurt. That money is the root of all evil. And we'll look at some of these obstacles later on. It's our belief systems. So we need to do the work. Deliberate creation is opposite of self-sabotaging. What's our self-sabotaging? It's our belief systems, our thoughts. Deliberate creation, it is a vibrational frequency of the highest making based on one's expansion of energy. So I want you to think about something. You know what's had an easy... Did, I did this exercise. I was doing a, a program with Kerwin Rain. It was an awesome exercise. And how do we make a decision? If you're challenged in making a decision, you've got A and B. Right? I want you to take on A. And it's real quick. Just take on A. Think about A. And as you think about A, doing A and going down the A pathway, just notice in your body, is it expansive or constrictive? That's all you need to do. Clear the screen or clear your body. Take on B. As you think of taking on B, do you feel more expansive or constrictive? Real simple. One or the other is going to make you feel more expansive than the other. Why won't you move towards expansion? Most people move towards constriction. You are? You know why? Because they're living, well, it's a self-sabotage. They're living on autopilot. They're choosing frequencies of a lower frequency. And if you've done any work of it, you read a book, uh, David Hawkins, The Power Versus Force. In that book, he's got a map of consciousness and the different frequencies of the different emotions and experiences in life. Like, you know, we've got shame and guilt and fear all lower vibrations, and we got, you know, courage, neutrality, happiness, bliss, higher vibrations, 
So how do you live in the higher frequency? Most people live in that shame, in that guilt, in that fear, the lower frequencies. They consciously say, I've done the work, but they're still resisting. They're saying, I'm moving here, not to pull it into my life by who I've become. I'm moving here because I don't want, bloody want that in my life anymore. So I'm going that way, keeping my eyes here. Keep away from me, keep away from me, keep away from me, keep away from me. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm moving where I want to go, but where's my focus? Resistance can push you. It can push a square peg in a round hole. You can get it in there. But that's not natural. That's not life. That's not the flow of life. That's your attempting to create life the way you want it. It's your exercise or it's your, it's the way you are experiencing or allow yourself to experience certainty in your life. And you do that through controlling behavior. You need to control. As you clear your mind and life of obstacles and resistance, your energy will expand, guys. You attract what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. The more excitement and enthusiasm you generate around something that you want in your life, the quicker the manifestation will attract, bring into your life. Can you be enthusiastic and excited with something that you got resistance on? So if you're resisting relationships, you're saying, no way, I just want to be down there, be happy and free, whatever the situation is. Where's your focus? You're not allowing yourself to experience life as it's presented for you or before you. And you're sending a message to the universe that you're ready in a constrictive energy and vibration. So we've got the law of attraction. Like attracts like, so your frequency will attract the frequency. So we know how that works. It's been working for us. It's working right now. It's working for us all our life. Where we are right now in our vibration is what we bring into our life. So if we've brought angry people in our life, somewhere we've been vibrating some anger. If we brought confusion in our life, somewhere we're confused. If we've brought happiness in our life, somewhere we're happy. So think about it. When you're happy, when you're excited, when you're enthusiastic, what's happened that you didn't? Or what did you do that you didn't do when you're attracting or somehow getting all these things which are, bloody hell, nothing's happening for me. I got this and I got that and I got this and I can't do that and can't do that. Well, what are you resisting? So we know our frequency attracts life. But the question is, are you deliberately thinking about the frequency that you want to put yourself in? Are you waking up every morning being conscious and living intentionally with the vibration that you want to put out? How do you choose to show up? People say, show up every day. Show up how? Do you want to show up with a negative energy every day or do you want to show up every day with a positive energy? Show up every day connected to your spirit. Show up every day connected to your heart. Show up every day in a more expansive zone. Show up every day willing to learn. Show up every day willing to be vulnerable. Show up every day willing to express yourself in such a way that you allow life to flow through you and because of you and not to you. So how do you do that? Well, it's this last law. It's this last law that amplifies the law of attraction and the law of deliberate creation because people say, man, man, I'm doing that. I'm focusing on what I want and I'm being conscious and intentional. You know those people. I mean, I suppose you've done it too. Haven't you been clear on what you want? You've visualized it. You've done some meditation on it. And you've been conscious and intentional. How's it going for you? Because they're the steps. And if it's not happening, you're missing a step. Guess what you're missing? What you allow in your life 
is what will continue in your life. What you allow in your life is what will continue in your life. So what you're missing is the understanding of the law of allowing. Because everything you're experiencing in your life right now, you might say consciously I didn't allow that, not consciously. But at an unconscious level, that's what you allowed. That's where your frequency has been. That's where there's been a mismatch, an incongruency with what you consciously want and you unconsciously want. And so here's the thing, law of attraction, right? I want to think about happiness and success and being free and loving relationships and having lots of money. Now, if that's what I want consciously, do I vibrate what I'm thinking consciously or do I vibrate what I'm thinking unconsciously? I vibrate what I'm thinking unconsciously. So if I've got a charge with success, if I've got a charge with happiness, if I've got a charge with being in a relationship, if I've got a charge with love and I haven't addressed it yet, the more I think of I want love, I want happiness, what comes up? More of my charge. More of the more of that frequency of constriction, what's going to come in your life? So the more you affirm the very thing that you want, the more you're going to get the very thing that you don't want because, well, for some reason, you're resisting what you consciously want. Because at deep core level, maybe you're running a belief system that you don't believe you're worth it or you deserve it or that you're a good person or whatever it might be. And so that resistance is stopping you from allowing life to flow through you. And we know we resist, but how we communicate with other people, how we interact with other people, and how we interact with life, and how we show up every day. So let me share with you the law of allowing. This third universal law says, I am that which I am. This is from Abraham Mr. Hicks. I am that which I am, and I am willing to allow others to be that which they are. I am that which I am, and I'm willing to allow others to be that. Are you allowing your kids to be that which they are? Are you allowing your partner to be that which they are? Or are you attempting to exercise some sort of control for you to get certainty and push a square peg in a round hole? In order to allow what you want to flow to you, this is a big one, guys. This hit me like a, more, you know, a couple of tons of bricks. In order to allow what you want to flow to you, you must allow others to focus on what they want, even if you don't agree with it. Dean posted on Facebook today, I think he posted a message. You can't make people want what you want for them. True. So what's the secret? We gotta be okay with what they want for themselves. We have to allow them that choice. We have to allow them to experience life how they've chosen to experience life as a spirit. Because they've come on this planet on their journey as well, the same way you've come on this planet on your journey. So to the extent that you attempt to control the flow of life in others over how they've chosen to have life flow through themselves, is to the extent that your life will be controlled and your issue in life becomes control. What you resist 
persists. And you work harder at it, you'll hustle, you'll attempt to put that square peg in that round hole, and you get to the point you realize, man, I'm going against the flow here. And if that's been you, because I know it's been me, I'm putting my hand up, then maybe that was the purpose of that experience so you'd have that awareness. Simply put, allowing is the absence of doubt. Your desire can come to you very quickly, providing you've got no resistance to it. How do you know if you're allowing? We mentioned this before. How do you know if you're allowing? by checking with your emotions. Your emotions are always going to be your guide. If you're feeling good, if you're in that zone, if you're in that flow, then you're allowing life to flow through you. And you've, I know you've experienced those moments. Have you not? And those moments of life has just flown through you? But when you feel restriction, when you feel something's not quite right yet, when you're riddled with self-doubt, you know, the thief in the night that comes and steals your dreams and steals your future from you. It's called doubt. Where does that doubt come from? And because of that doubt, you constrict, you resist. It's what if, you start with the what if language, fear-based. So there's a resistance to the very experience that you want. There's resistance to success, because what if I don't succeed? So the more you resist it, guess what? What if I don't succeed? What are you resisting? Success. So what are you going to attract, um, attract more in your life? Don't succeed. Because you haven't allowed success in. Or maybe you haven't allowed failure in. My friend Rocky Scolopetti is in the house. So your emotions are always going to be your guide, guys. When you're feeling good about yourself, when things are just flowing in your life, when things are just happening, you know things are happening. You're in flow. You're in that magic of life. It's your resistance to life that causes the pain. As I said before, resistance is the glue that keeps pain in your body. Of the three universal laws we talked about, guys, the law of attraction, which we know, like attracts likes, our frequency of vibrations, what we bring into our life. So we need to keep our thoughts positive, need to keep them pure, be happy. That sounds great. But it doesn't happen automatically. It doesn't happen autopilot. You need to do it deliberately and create that. So the second law is the law of deliberate creation. But how many of you, as we said, think about what you want, have positive thoughts, and you're conscious but still not working for you? Well, maybe you have resistance to something. Maybe the way you're living your life is an anti-way as opposed to a pro-way. And I'll talk about that in a second. Of these three universal laws, guys, the law of attraction and deliberate um, creation, the law of allowing may be the most difficult to apply and to get your mind around, to get your heart around. The truth is that we say there, freedom is allowing circumstances to be what they are and people to be who they are. Can you allow circumstances to be what they are? Think about what's happening in the world today. Can you allow circumstances to be how they are? Do you allow people to be who they are? Whether you agree with the circumstances or whether you agree with the people or not, do you allow it? Do you allow life to be the way it is? Even when it comes to poverty, when it comes to war, when it comes to disease, do you allow it to be the way it is? Or do you find resistance 
to something that you're experiencing in life? Do you find restriction? When we start talking about the pandemic, do you find resistance? When you start talking about loss of freedoms and people telling us what to do, do you find resistance in your body? Or are you accepting of what is? See, what's the problem? It's exactly what we said, right? How in the world do you accept situations and people that stand for something that you don't? And what's your role? So does that mean we just don't do nothing? We just allow it to happen? Isn't it our job to stand up and speak up and stand out and make a difference? Yeah, I agree, but how do you make that difference? Do you make it through resistance? So you come across people that want the opposite that you want. Do you resist them? Do you tend to convince them otherwise? Or do you allow them to be okay? Or are you okay with them wanting what they want? Are you still able to love them for the spirit that they are? Or do you think different of them because they think differently and have a, have a different thinking? Because you are not your thinking, you know that. You're not your thoughts. You're the thinker of your thoughts. That's a Jim Fortinism. You're not your thoughts. You're the thinker of your thoughts. So we push back with our thinking, don't we? There's a war on crime, a war on poverty, a war on cancer. We have a campaign to say, just say no to drugs. So we say no to war. We say no to crime. We say no to poverty. We say no to being pushed around. No to people taking away our freedoms. What are we restricting? Is that expansive or restriction? What do you think? Expansion or restriction? It's restriction, isn't it? It's not expansive. Yet understanding the law of attraction, whatever you are focused on, you attract more of. When you are focused on what you don't want, in an effort to defeat or resist it, this is huge. Write this part down. When you're focused on what you don't want, in an effort to defeat it or resist it, because of the trigger it's causing you, correct? You're not allowing what you do want to flow to you. Boom, that's the whole message for the night. When you're focused on what you don't want and you put so much energy and effort to defeat it, so much energy and effort to resist it, to block yourself from that environment, you're blocking yourself from the environment of growth. You're resisting the flow of life, of how your spirit shows for you to experience it, for you to rise up as a higher vibrationary being. Bean, not bean. You plant beans, you become a tree. So what's the solution, guys? Am I making sense with this? Are you connecting with it? Are you thinking about what you're resisting in your life? If we go back and think about what you're resisting. And then why are you resisting it? And how has that resistance stopped the life to flow through you? Imagine things are starting to happen for you and you're just attempting to, you know what, control it because you want it to be in a certain way. Life's starting to happen, you attempt to control it. You know, and you even get a message, you know what, hey, just go with the flow, man. Don't you just get it? Things are just happening here. But you still push? Wow, where's that coming from? 
So what's the solution, guys? You know what the solution is? Instead of saying no to life, you need to just say yes. What if you didn't say no? What if you said yes? When you say yes to something, you attract more of that in your life because that is what you're focused on. When you say no to something, you attract more of that in your life because that is what you're focused on. So in order to allow what you want to flow to you, you must allow others to focus on what they want even if you don't agree with it. You need to be okay with what they've said yes to. Because if you're not okay with what they've said yes to, you're not okay with life saying yes to you. Or you might say, do say yes. I say yes to not having that. I say yes to not that experience. I say yes. So you might say, I'm saying yes, but you're saying yes to a negative. Or you're saying yes to the not, not negative. Not yes to life, the opposite. In other words, be more consciously selective about where you choose to focus your attention. Rather than going into resistance about something that you don't want or you just don't agree with, you don't know about it, haven't been educated, be ignorant, flip your thoughts and flip into around what you do want and just say yes. Have a just say yes slogan. So if you don't want poverty, what do you want? Think those thoughts. If you don't want war, what do you want? Think those thoughts. If you don't want to be told what to do, what do you want? If you don't want a relationship, what do you want? People say, well, I don't want a relationship because it gives me this. So that's a complex equivalence. A relationship equals that. But if I want that, then I forego my relationship. So I'm, I'm always looking for a relationship, but I'm never going to have it because I believe that equals that. What if you can have them both together? What if you just said yes to the experience? What if life gave you the experience for you to experience them together, but you said no to it because you're from, coming from a constricting point of view? So let's do a review. Let's have a look at the art of allowing, the three big ideas that we can take away from what we've just talked about. The art of allowing is finding a balance between doing and being. It's not just sitting and doing nothing and allowing it. You need to do, what do you need to do? You need to be aligned with your frequency. You need to be purposeful, you need to be intentional. But you also need to be aware that the art of allowing is a conscious choice you make moment to moment. It's a conscious choice. It's a conscious choice. The art of allowing is deep trust in the universe. That it's always got you back. It's always working behind the scenes to give you and to bring in your life exactly what you desire to fulfill you and to fill your cup. They're the three big ideas. Sounds great, right? But, it's a but, but you could probably be saying this to yourself, why isn't it working for me? <laughs> Sounds good, why isn't it working for me? Well, what gets in the way? Resistance gets in the way. So let's come back. What are you resisting? The only reason why it's not working for you right now, you are resisting something. And what you resist persists. You need to click into that, my friends. You need to ask yourself, what are you resisting right now? Because there's only one solution to resistance. And it's the one solution that you need to move forward with in order to bring what it is that you want in your life. Anyone know what that is? Let's see if anyone's going to put anything in the chat. What do you think that might be? What is the solution? <laughs> 
What's the solution to resistance when you come across the things that you resist? How do you overcome that? How do you start moving forward? And the solution? Acceptance, as Dean said. You don't have to agree with what's happening in your life, you just need to accept it. You don't have to agree with people, you just need to accept them as people. Accept them as a spirit. You don't have to agree with the circumstances in your life, you just need to accept that that is what's happening in life. Because if you can't accept it's happening, then you're not accepting life. And what you're going to be attracting is stuff that you're not going to be accepting. Because if you're not accepting life, you're rejecting it. Resistance is a form of rejection. And if life is a reflection of you, you're rejecting yourself. Acceptance is a foundation of wisdom and inner peace. If you want to start moving forward, you need to accept what is done is done. And what has happened has happened. And it's through that you can start looking for the silver lining.